May Allah's blessings and mercy be upon us. We thank Allah. We believe in Him. We ask for His help. We seek refuge in Him from the evils of our actions. Dear brothers and sisters, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created the earth and the heavens and all things in between for the benefit of the human being. What is essential is that the human beings should benefit from these countless blessings according to Islamic criteria, and always be grateful to his Lord, the earner of the blessings. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا كُلُوا مِنْ طَيِّبَاتِ مَا رَزَقْنَاكُمْ وَاشْكُرُوا لِلَّهِ إِنْ كُنْتُمْ إِيَّاهُ تَعْبُدُونَ O believers, eat from the good things we have provided for you and give thanks to Allah if you truly worship Him alone. Pure and halal sustenance is what a Muslim should always seek. It is not right for a person to deprive himself of the blessings in this world in the name of taqwa or achieving Allah's pleasure. However, the person must be extremely careful and right-minded in his attitude towards the blessings he has. As we all know, blessings are actually a means of trial for us. Children, status, health, friends, knowledge, time or money. Our attitude towards each of these are important signs that show the quality of our character, both as a human being and as a Muslim. In this context, treating blessings by forgetting and ignoring their real owner is a clear state of heedlessness. A Muslim should remember that every blessing he has actually comes from his Lord and is a trust. How strange it is that a person whose breath is counted and who will one day return to his Lord embraces the blessings he has with a great ambition as if he will never lose them. This is due to the inability to maintain the balance between matter and spirit. Human beings' insatiable ambition, especially for material things, is one of the negative traits that will lead him to spiritual disaster. An ungrateful, heedless and arrogant embrace of worldly things leads us to astray and sin in two ways. Firstly, man uses the material blessings he has recklessly and unrestrictedly, wastes them unconsciously, and tries only to satisfy his desires. This ungrateful and wasteful attitude can make him more worldly. Secondly, a person who regards himself as the source of the blessings he has and who thinks that he has a right to dispose of it freely, this time chooses to withhold it as, uh, as much as possible. 
He wants his wealth to last forever, forever. And he does not want anyone else to benefit from that blessing. But in reality, neither he nor anyone else can benefit from this blessing. By not using the blessing properly, he cannot return what he has into a means of gratitude and getting close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Our religion warns us about the disease of stinginess as well as the disease of waste. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, وَلَا تَجْعَلْ يَدَكَ مَغْلُولَةً إِلَىٰ عُنُقِكَ وَلَا تَبْسُضْهَا كُلَّ الْبَسْطِ فَتَقْعُدَ مَلُومًا مَحْسُورًا Do not be so tight-fisted, for you will be blameworthy, nor so open-handed, for you will end up in poverty. A person who thinks that he is the absolute owner of blessing instead of using it for good and thanking the one who gives it seems to have forgotten that everything in the heavens and the earth actually belong, belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. However, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَتَبَارَكَ الَّذِي لَهُ مُلْكُ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ وَالْأَرْضِ وَمَا بَيْنَهُمَا And blessed is the one to whom belongs the kingdom of the heavens and the earth and everything in between. A person who acts heedlessly about this reality and falls into the disease of stinginess actually exalts his own self and will over the property and will of his Lord. Here, there is a situation of distrust towards the Lord of all worlds, who is the only provider of sustenance. It is inevitable that a person who ignores Allah, who is the only absolute refuge in his relationship with blessings, will become enslaved to material things and cannot reach tranquility. The fear of losing what he has actually always makes him anxious, restless, and unhappy. Because a stingy person's sense of trust is weak. In this case, the blessing in man's hands has now been used as a tool for evil deeds instead of producing good. What is at stake here is the prioritization of the ego and the worldly desires, and thus a desperate worldliness. In this regard, our Prophet ﷺ also lists stinginess among the worst habits that a person can possess. Making stinginess a part of the lifestyle essentially means turning away from a God-centered life taking anything worldly as a way of life instead of the limits set by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is clearly deviation from the straight path. For example, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about taking desires as a supreme power, God. Have you seen, O oh Prophet, the one 
who has taken their own desires as their God. This is because all kinds of whims and worldly desires are taken as the sole purpose, that is the way of life, that is religion. Similarly, those who are stingy have actually made the things about which they are stingy their sole purpose. Thus, the person who thinks that he is absolutely dominant and sovereign over them has again forgotten his Lord who provides sustenance and has become a slave to his desires. This is an understanding that will deprive us of both worldly and eternal happiness. In Surah At-Tawbah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who talks about the hypocrites informs us that, that they promised to do good but when they received the blessing they were stingy and broke them, their promises. This is because they failed to appreciate Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as they should. The Quran tells us that those who are stingy are actually on the evil path not right path, and that they end up badly. And do not let those who greedily withhold Allah's bounties think it is good for them. In fact, it is bad for them. They will be leashed by their necks on the day of judgment with whatever wealth they used to withhold. And Allah is the sole inheritor of the heavens and the earth. And Allah is all aware of what you do. Imam Ghazali also deals with traits such as generosity and stinginess in the context of the principle of Tawheed and says, Stinginess is the fruit of attachment to the world. Generosity is the fruit of not caring about the world. Praise given to, to the fruit is certainly made to the tree that produces the fruit. Generosity is the results, result of true faith in Tawheed and true trust and reliance. In other words, it comes from sincerely believing in the promises made by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the guarantee he gives regarding sustenance. Stinginess, on the other hand, originates from shirk. This stems from clinging to means and doubting the promise of Allah. At this point, we can only make use of the blessings we have in line with Allah's will and commands. This is not a choice. It is one of our most fundamental duties. We have to be sensitive about using what we have within certain criteria, considering the benefit of the individual and society. Our worldly desires can never be the determining element in our life. The state of true servitude and supplication of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which we must constantly be in, reminds us 
that the determining principle in our lives is not our, de our desires, but the will of our Creator. In this regard, we should not forget that we have obtained all that we have only by the wish of Allah, and we should use them in good deeds that will remind us of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In Surah An-Nisa, after talking about serving Him and treating our close circle well, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala condemns those who don't fulfill these orders and duties properly and become arrogant. He then informs us that such people also suffer from the, from the disease of stinginess and that they recommend stinginess to those around them. These people spend their wealth not to be useful to people, but only to exalt their nafs and show off. Therefore, not being able to appreciate Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala properly opens the door to two major sins, arrogance and stinginess. Dear brothers and sisters, when stinginess falls into a habit, it can gradually become an element that threatens the environment and eventually destroys societal peace. When generosity takes its place, the society turns into a society of trust. Then let us accept the blessings we have as a, mean, as a means to gain Allah's pleasure. Let us avoid stinginess. As stated in the hadith that I read at the beginning, generosity is close to Allah, close to paradise, close to the people, and far from the fire. Stinginess is far from Allah, far from paradise, far from the people, and close to the fire. The ignorant, the ignorant generous people, generous the ignorant, generous person is more beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala than the worshipping, stingy person. Then, let us be aware that we displeased, displease Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when we choose the path of stinginess. Let us remember that our Prophet والسلام, took refuge in Allah from this bad habit. Let us look for ways to improve our generosity. Let us know that when we spend generously, generously in the way of Allah, and the more we share what we have, the more we will be blessed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. قُلْ إِنَّ رَبِّي يَبْسُطُ الرِّزْقَ لِمَنْ يَشَاءُ وَيَقْدِرُ لَهُ وَمَا أَنْثَقْتُمْ مِنْ شَيْءٍ فَهُوَ يُخْلِفُهُ وَهُوَ خَيْرُ الرَّازِقِينَ Say, O Prophet, surely it is my Lord who gives abundant or limited provisions to whoever he wills of his servants. And whatever you spend in charity, he will compensate you for it, for he is the best provider. We can only truly attain inner, inner peace and tranquility when we stay away from stinginess and make generosity a lifestyle. Only when we recommend generosity instead of stinginess, the society we live in can become a peaceful 
safe and happy society. Let us try to fulfill the requirements of a Tawheed-centered life. In this sense, let us never forget that the generosity commanded by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the key that will bring us peace, barakah, and divine salvation. Ala inna ahsana al-kalami wa ablagha al-nizam. Kalam Allah al-Malik al-Aziz al-Allam. كما قال الله تبارك وتعالى في الكلام وإذا قرئ القرآن فاستنعوا له وأنصتوا لعلكم ترحمون